Book 4 for the blog to follow and break down for you is one I have heard a lot about and one I have not got around to committing to, but it is time. There is no Planet B by Mike Bernersley is highly recommended and well-reviewed, but it has relatively small font and a lot of writing, so I am happy to pull out key points over the next few weeks and bring to you lots of exciting new ways to answer the question how can I save the planet, from my kitchen table? A powerful beginning. Since records began, humans have increased their energy production and consumption year on year. Crucially, over the past 50 years, that growth rate has been at an average of 2.4%. Bearing in mind that for the previous 100 years, the average increase had been 1% year on year, it is a pretty scary statistic. Photo by Anna Nekrashevich on Pexels.com Our beautiful Earth and her incredible restorative powers have been able to keep up with us and our determination to rule her, until now. The power balance has changed in favor of destruction. Berners-Lee explains that over time, the massive discoveries we've made which have given us huge leaps forward in so many ways, has also affected the planet and our existence on it. For example the development of nuclear energy. Before, the Earth could just about recover from our attempts to use and abuse her, but now, if we don't try hard enough to stop our destructive ways of life, cutting down rainforests, the fast, and getting faster, fashion industry and overflowing landfills, well, there won't be a lot left to wreck. Photo by Omar Olaseni on Pexels.com Just as acid being dripped into a flask of alkaline will show no change to the main solution for a long time, eventually, the acid will become the domiant solution and the power balance will change. This image is exactly what has occurred on planet Earth. That drip drip drip, and in the last 50 years, glug glug glug, of acid has been occurring for a long time causing a real bloody fight in the battle of Earth versus destructive man. Berners-Lee uses the word Anthropocene to describe the big people small planet behavior which we have been displaying to our, and the planet's, detriment. The Broken Roundabout Photo by Anna Lucina on Pexels.com And now, here we are. Our once big and sturdy playground which we call Earth, is fragile, it will break unless we dramatically change the way we play in it. And especially at the increasingly destructive rate we are going at this galactic roundabout. We have had enough warnings over the decades that everything is going horribly wrong on our planet and chillingly, Berners-Lee says we can't rely on every challenge giving us so much warning, we might need to respond to something just as intangible as climate change on a far shorter timescale, what exactly? We don't know. Scary. My input is pointless. One thing I love about this book is how seriously Berners-Lee takes every common question or belief, such as this one, my tiny little changes will make no difference so why bother? Photo by Cool Shooters on Pexels.com he explains that as the big system dynamics have become ever more technological and far-reaching, the more ingrained our choices, habits and requirements for a happy life have become, just think about many electrical items we have in our homes now compared to just 50 years ago for example. And whilst our technical genius has become seriously great, the strain it is putting our planet under is seriously great too, so yes, we need new, big problem-solving methods and huge, international changes, sturdy enough to cope with the depth of the problem, and yet, still, our own little ripples can play a role too. We will begin next week with the food industry. Berners-Lee takes a really different view on this topic from the usual compost your leftovers, looking more at the global food system. I am excited to delve into this with you. Why not follow my sustainable style journey on Instagram? Please follow the blog and let me know in the comments if you have read this book and what you thought of it. Book 4 for the blog to follow and break down for you is one I have heard a lot about and one I have not got around to committing to, but it is time. There is no Planet B by Mike Berners-Lee is highly recommended and well-reviewed, 
but it has relatively small font and a lot of writing, so I am happy to pull out key points over the next few weeks and bring to you lots of exciting new ways to answer the question how can I save the planet, from my kitchen table? A powerful beginning. Since records began, humans have increased their energy production and consumption year on year. Crucially, over the past 50 years, that growth rate has been at an average of 2.4%. Bearing in mind that for the previous 100 years, the average increase had been 1% year-on-year, it is a pretty scary statistic. Photo by Anna Nekrashevich on Pexels.com Our beautiful Earth and her incredible restorative powers have been able to keep up with us and our determination to rule her until now. The power balance has changed in favor of destruction. Berners-Lee explains that over time, the massive discoveries we've made which have given us huge leaps forward in so many ways, has also affected the planet and our existence on it. For example the development of nuclear energy. Before, the Earth could just about recover from our attempts to use and abuse her, but now, if we don't try hard enough to stop our destructive ways of life, cutting down rainforests, the fast, and getting faster, fashion industry and overflowing landfills, well, there won't be a lot left to wreck. Photo by Omar Olaseni on Pexels.com Just as acid being dripped into a flask of alkaline will show no change to the main solution for a long time, eventually, the acid will become the domain solution and the power balance will change. This image is exactly what has occurred on planet Earth. That drip drip drip, and in the last 50 years, glug glug glug, of acid has been occurring for a long time causing a real bloody fight in the battle of Earth versus destructive man. Berners-Lee uses the word Anthropocene to describe the big people, small planet behavior which we have been displaying to our, and the planet's, detriment. The Broken Roundabout Photo by Anna Lucina on Pexels.com And now, here we are. Our once big and sturdy playground which we call Earth, is fragile, it will break unless we dramatically change the way we play in it. And especially at the increasingly destructive rate we are going at this galactic roundabout. We have had enough warnings over the decades that everything is going horribly wrong on our planet and chillingly, Berners-Lee says we can't rely on every challenge giving us so much warning, we might need to respond to something just as intangible as climate change on a far shorter timescale, what exactly? We don't know. Scary. My input is pointless. One thing I love about this book is how seriously Berners-Lee takes every common question or belief, such as this one, my tiny little changes will make no difference so why bother? Photo by Cool Shooters on Pexels.com He explains that as the big system dynamics have become ever more technological and far-reaching, the more ingrained our choices, habits and requirements for a happy life have become, just think about many electrical items we have in our homes now compared to just 50 years ago for example. And whilst our technical genius has become seriously great, the strain it is putting our planet under is seriously great too, so yes, we need new, big problem-solving methods and huge, international changes, sturdy enough to cope with the depth of the problem, and yet, still, our own little ripples can play a role too. We will begin next week with the food industry. Berners-Lee takes a really different view on this topic from the usual composter leftovers, looking more at the global food system. I am excited to delve into this with you. Why not follow my sustainable style journey on Instagram? Please follow the blog and let me know in the comments if you have read this book and what you thought of it.